Hey y'all, welcome, oh welcome back, this is Talk Your Shit with Deja, where we drop the eye because not only can I talk my shit, but I want you to talk your shit too. Hope you all are doing lovely this week, we're back for another episode, episode 19, oh my gosh, we're one away from the big two, oh, or whatever, but yeah, episode 19 and you know like I mentioned last week because you know at the end of every episode I gotta I try let's say I try to let y'all know what we talking about the next week just so you kind of can get an idea of where I may be headed you know sometimes I know sometimes I don't but I let y'all know last week that this week I want to talk about communication styles yes communication styles so I've been coming across, well, I said I've been coming across. So if you ever heard of the Today's Conversation app, um, go go download it, go subscribe and everything, support black businesses or whatever. But if you've ever heard of the Today's Conversation app, um, I was watching a video where um, this lady, I forgot her name, don't know, but she was talking about different communication styles. And I'm sure like if you've been in work environments and things of that nature people may talk about different communication styles but I was just like you know I kind of want to go through each of the communication styles because I was able to come across five um, that I want to kind of go into depth with provide you all information on them so you can identify maybe how you communicate to people around you or how other people communicate to you or Notice, like, if you communicate differently with different people, like, so that you're able to identify why does this person cause me to communicate maybe aggressively, but this person causes me to communicate assertively versus passively or passive aggressively. So, you know, I just want to be able to kind of give you all this information so you can be more aware of not only how you're communicating um to others but how they're communicating to you as well so that you can kind of either remove yourself from the situation if it's not conducive to y'all get into a better grounding or you can pass along the information like hey you know you're kind of passive aggressive i don't know if that's what you're really going for but you know or these are ways that you can you know communicate this better things of that nature And then another little caveat that I want to add into the video is, you know, some of these things we have to take into consideration when we're even talking to ourselves or talking with ourselves. Something I notice is that I'm more passive with myself. Like I'm not as assertive as I need to be with, like to me, like I'm more passive in that. And that's probably why I'm more passive with people too now i'm working on being assertive like i'm getting there i'm probably more assertive now with people than i've ever been in my life but that's just growth but i'm learning like i'm a little passive to myself and that may also determine how you are to other people as well is how are you talking to yourself are you you know assertive to yourself like are you saying like you will do this versus oh maybe maybe I should go to the gym this week or maybe I should do this or you know or being I don't know if people are overly aggressive to themselves I'm gonna hope that 
you're not, but in the event that you are, because there may be some people that self-harm or I don't know if that's aggressive, but there's people that harm themselves and things of that nature. So just pay attention to how you're communicating with yourself as well as others. And so I just wanted to present the different communication styles. So again, like you could be aware because we're in the, I feel like this is the era of growing. And I think that's too why relationships are suffering because people are in the mind state of like, if you're not growing, then get the fuck away from me, period. Like if you're not trying to figure out how to become a healthier version of you, and that's on all aspects, you know, not just financially, but emotionally, physically. Like if you're not trying to get to the best version of yourself, get the fuck away from me because that's what I'm on. And I love that we're in this era of growth. Because it's really challenging people to, you know, really get inside and do the work and become a better person. Honestly, it's really only going to benefit you to learn all these things and to figure out how you're showing up in the world. Because the better you become as a person, the more you're going to attract to yourself. So, yeah, we're in the era of growth and evolving and everything. So this is I just thought that communication styles is definitely a, a integral. I think that's the word integral. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all know what I'm trying to say, but I think it's an integral part of, you know, growth, because if you're coming to conversations and the way that you're communicating is not conducive to the person in front of you, baby, that shit gonna go in one ear, not the other. And then we're, <laughs> we're stuck. <laughs> like we're left at <laughs> square one. So, you know, I want to pass along this information. And then another thing, hopefully I can get to it in the event that I can't, because you know, I like to stay below an hour um, of talking time, but I'm going to try to get to the different types of people. Because there's like, I came across on this website, because y'all know I like my websites. I'd be finding websites. But on the website, they explain four different types of people. So there's different types of people that receive information in different ways. When I was looking at it, it kind of reminded me of like, what type of learner are you? But it was kind of like the type of person you are. So I'm going to try to get to that. Um, in the event that I don't, it may be a part two to this video. But if I can get to it, that's great. But we're going to get into this information because it's a lot to go over uh, in a little bit of time. So let's get it. Let's go. So I want to start off um, with the unhealthy ways of communicating because, <laughs> you know, everything kind of has a balance. There's always that one that we strive for, but, you know, we're human. So we're probably going to use all of the unhealthy ones. So I'm going to start. I'm going to start with the unhealthy ones. So the first one on my list is going to be the manipulative. That word right there is ghetto. Manipulative. There we go. Communication style. So it says that this style of communication uses cunning deceit and influences to control the outcomes of the conversation and thus the actions of the people around them. It also says manipulative communicators rarely say what they mean. Instead, they will bury their goals within layers of ob obfuscate. Mm -mm. I ain't even finna be ghetto like that. Uh, <laughs> hold on. Let me, let me look up this word, y'all. Give me one second. 
It's a word, you know, I ain't never heard of. It was given very much Merriam-Webster dictionary. Um, big word. Um, G-R-E word. Um, how do you say this? Okay, come on, Siri. Tell me how to say this. Obfuscation. That. Obfuscation. <laughs> okay, so the definition of that, because y'all probably don't know the word, just like I don't know the word. Uh, it says the action of making something obscure, unclear, or unintelligible. Oh, that makes sense. Okay, so back to what I was reading. Sorry, y'all. I had to learn how to say that. Ob obfuscation. To get their way without the other person even realizing it. Oh, they childish. Obscure, unclear. So it's okay, basically it's it's obtuse. It like okay, when I read the definition, it makes me think of obtuse because it's so wide of a of an explanation that you're not being specific. So you're broadening what you're saying, basically. I'm guessing that's what it's trying to say. Like you're broadening what you're presenting to people to get what you want or whatever. And then it says this style is often characterized as insincere and patronizing. And when people realize that they have been played by a manipulator, they will not respond well to that person in future communications. Where possible, a manipulative communicator should be steered into insertive communication, of course. Assertive, which is going to be the last one I talk about because, you know, that's the that's the balanced one. But, yeah, so basically manipulative is presenting information to a person without saying what you really want to them. And you kind of go all the way around the corner to get what you want in a sense of, like, if, if you go anywhere online today, they make it seem like people are manipulating. I truly believe that there may be a handful of people that manipulate on purpose in that they're actually cognizant of what they're doing to actually manipulate the situation. More often than not, though, when it comes to manipulation, I don't think people are cognizant that they're doing these things to get a certain reaction out of people. I think that a lot of what we see as manipulation is just what a person may have learned when they were younger and they just learned how to do it because they seen that it got certain reactions. So like kids are some of the biggest manipulators, but I highly doubt that they know that they're manipulating because a, a child learns to cry when they want their way or when they need something. And it's not even that manipulating is ever, like, just a bad thing. I think that people learn how to abuse it. I think people learn how to abuse whatever they want to learn how to abuse. But I don't think manipulation is a bad thing. And it even expresses on the website. Oh, which I didn't say what the website name is. So the website title, actually. What is the title of this? Y'all, I'm sorry. Y'all know I be jumping. So, oh, it's just called Communication Styles. 
I stopped. <laughs> I stopped the whole podcast for that. Sorry, y'all. Y'all know I be jumping. If I had a, like somebody here, they might could keep my brain on focus, but I just be jumping. But needless to say, manipulators aren't always bad. I think if you know how to manipulate a situation, you you honestly can get whatever results you want from out of it. Can it be used as something harmful? Definitely. People learn how to manipulate people in a bad way, but I also think that you can utilize it to get the best results out of people. Even knowing how to talk to a certain person in a certain way to get the best results from out of it, that's manipulation. I think we sometimes make manipulation seem like it's such a terrible thing and everybody be like, oh, that's a manipulator or they manipulating me and all this other stuff. And it's like, not all manipulation is bad manipulation. Like, it's not all bad. Again, you will never say your child is bad for manipulating you into giving them candy because they're not even cognizant that they're manipulating you. You know that because you're the adult, but they don't know that because they're just they're just doing a behavior that got them a certain reaction. I think that's all that manipulation is, is you do something because you know that it's going to get you a certain reaction versus asking for whatever you want. You kind of beat around the bush to get whatever you want. So for children, I think children get away with it because they're still learning how to communicate. And I think that's why people like adults don't really get that past sometimes is because everybody thinks that adults are just supposed to know everything. They just supposed to have everything figured out. And it's like, no, adults are learning on the fly, just like kids are learning on the fly. Sometimes like they're really just, they're, tossing the shit up in the air and seeing which one like sticks like it's crazy but people be manipulating on accident and it's probably on purpose subconsciously but if you ask them dang was you really trying to manipulate me like what like they probably not not that's that's not what I was trying to do but they end up doing it and it's seen as manipulation when that's not I don't know. I think it's the the connotation. And we talked about connotation last week, I believe, or the week before. I don't know. We talked about connotation. Oh, the week before we talked about connotation and how, how a word makes you feel is the reason why we don't like using certain words. I think manipulation is one of those words that if you look up the definition, it's probably not even a harmful definition but because of how we use it in society, it makes it seem like manipulation is so bad. But honestly, if you can manipulate a situation into a positive like direction, that's kind of the best way to move through life. So I low-key think you need manipulation sometimes because it can be helpful to control a situation. Sometimes being assertive may not work being direct and everything may not work, but if you can maybe soften your tone or say something a little differently. I know like women, women have learned how to manipulate. That's what strippers and all these people do. They learn how to manipulate men so that they can get a dollar. Granted, I wouldn't say that if that's a good or bad thing, 
I mean, from their end, it's probably good because they're making a living, but probably for the man, it's probably bad. I don't know. Perspective. But it's just like a lot of people have learned how to manipulate. Like they say fuckboys are manipulators. And, and, and from their perspective, it may be a good thing that a good way of seeing things, but from the woman that they took advantage of, it may be like a bad perspective. So it's just like, it's different ways that you can manipulate a situation. So it's not always bad to use manipulative communication styles. Um, and then it says how to adjust your style to com communicate better. So basically if you're, um, a manipulative eh, manipulative kind of person these are like different things to practice to try and communicate a bit better so say you're somebody who manipulates on accident <laughs> I don't know but these are different things you can kind of practice to try and steer away from manipulating like using manipulate manipulating communication styles um, so it says, work on being more direct with your wants and needs. Practice asking directly for what you would like and having grace if the if the answer is not what you would like. In a sense of, which is why, like, I like I be saying, like, dudes, if you want sex, be direct about it. Like, don't think that just because we know, like, people want to have sex, like, that's what, what's supposed to be on people's minds, because you could be going on a date with somebody, and they're probably not even thinking like that, but if you really want sex, like, say what you want, and you never know, like, you could have vibed with that girl so much that she, like, damn, I'm really down for this, for real, but you, you trying to beat around the bush, like, and say what you think she want to hear, and all this other stuff, and it's like, well, when she do find out what you was here for, that's gonna be that's gonna be bad. And then I feel like manipulators can cause unnecessary damage when you could just be direct. Like just practice being direct. Just practice saying what you really want, and don't beat around the bush and try to go all the way around the country just to say like you want something. Or women, like if you just want that person for money, just say that. Sometimes I feel like people don't want to be seen as this type of person. But if you that type of person, stand on that shit. Like, if you know you only want people, certain people for certain things, stand on that shit. Stand on it. You, you, that's you. You that person. Don't try to manipulate people into giving you stuff. You're that person. Stand on it. If you only want people for their body, stand on it. If you only want people for their wallet, stand on that shit. Like, don't be afraid. And honestly, if you see that there's something wrong with just blatantly asking for that, then now you need to do introspection work because you are that way, but you feel the need to have to go all the way around the corner just to get what you want. Because if you were confident in who the hell you are, you just go come to the table and be like, this who I am. You either down or you're not. Like, the dude, I don't know what, I think his name is, like, Finesse or something. I seen a clip of him the other day where he was just, like, he go into situations to be like, I don't want a relationship. I I just want to have fun. Like, you know, I'm not looking to settle down, none of that. Like, he literally go out with these people and tell them this stuff. Like, give them the opportunity to walk away or say yes, because you never know. There may be people that be like, okay, I'll just splurge on you or I'll... I'll just fuck you or 
But stand on, if you're that person, stand on it. Don't be scared of not getting what you want because you're going to end up hurting somebody. And why keep putting out that bad energy if you're not going to want it to come back in return? So, yeah. And then it says, understand that this style of communication quickly breeds resentment. As you adjust your style, accept, expect them to be a bit wary of your motivations. Be consistent in your change and remember to look for solutions that benefits everyone, not just you. So breeds resentment. When you don't tell people what your, your real intentions are, you're like you're really causing damage that you shouldn't be causing. Be honest, be upfront about what you want. Like, and then how it says, like, if you're working on changing, stick to that change because it is gonna take time for people to trust what you're saying is real. They're really gonna be like, dang, what is he really trying to get? Or what is she really trying to get from me? Because they done manipulated me before previously. I think when you manipulate people, it builds distrust. When you really could have just came out and said what you wanted in the beginning, like be honest, be direct, be upfront. Like it should not be all this beating around the bush shit. Like, especially when you're the more adults you become, you should no longer be beating around the bush. What like what do we what are we beating around the bush for? Honestly, time is so finite that we got we ain't got time to be playing like you don't know when your last day is so ain't nobody got time to be oh well you know I may be looking for a relationship but I'm just trying to get to know people if you're not trying to get in a relationship just say that like if you want to have sex just say that if you want to spend people money just say that like just be honest like we don't know when life is gonna end so for you to not be direct is crazy. And then it says, um, stay away from using emotional arguments. Be factual, precise, directing your communication. Um, yeah, I guess because with emotions, you could probably, anything emotional, you could take all the way around the world. Like, honestly, because emotions are so fleeting, you could take them bitches up, down, and around the corner. So it's most of just saying stay on topic. Whatever you're trying to communicate to people, stay stay there, stay focused, communicate effectively, and don't, you know, get emotional about whatever you're trying to relate to that person. Like, be direct. Just be direct. And then... It says, how can you effectively work with a manipulative, uh, manipulative communication style person? And it says, as with aggressive communicator, um, which we haven't talked about just yet, you should endeavor to steer them in assertive communication. You could try redirecting them when they try to use emotional arguments, not allowing them to derail the conversation towards their own goals. Of, of course. Get them to say what they say what they mean and mean what they say and keep it pushing. Then don't respond to them with criticism. Rather use the assertive restating tactic to clarify what they are saying while demonstrating the way you wish them to say it. In a sense of if you notice people are trying to beat around the bush, repeat what they're saying. If you are that person that can like read between the lines, 
repeat what they're saying in a assertive manner. So if you know somebody trying to ask for money without asking for money, just be like, okay, so you need $20. Like, and just be direct and repeat what they're saying if you have the capacity to read between the lines. Because I feel like with manipulative uh, communication styles, you probably got to read between the lines. So if you're able to do that and reword to them in an assertive manner, do that. That may help them get to the point and not beat all around the bush and go around the corner down the street and back. Like <laughs> so. And then lastly, it says, use your patience and stay calm during conversations. Stand strong in your com convictions and they will see that you are not an effective target for their communication style. By firmly but politely refusing to allow them to manipulate you, they will adjust their approach. Don't let them get away with it. Again, keep redirecting them, be direct, and things of that nature. If you stand firm and you a manipulative, uh, I hate this word, a manipulative person will not be able to sway you in any direction because you are you and you already know what you will and won't do. I think manipulators are able to manipulate because people are not or people are unsure of themselves in situations. That's it. That's all. But if you're sure of yourself in a situation, a manipulator can't manipulate. So then they're going to be like, dang, OK, I can't I can't play with her brain. So now I got to or I can't play with his brain. So now I got to approach him a different way or I got to go try somebody else. You can't get over on a, a person if they're not easy, easy to be manipulated, period, point blank. But yes, yeah, so that's going to be the first communication style. Again, it's manipulative communication style. Next, we're going to talk about passive. And like I mentioned, I think I'm a little passive sometimes to myself and maybe to those around me. I think when I'm going to be reading this to y'all, I think I've actually passive when it comes to men and it's like a good and a bad thing but I'm gonna get into the uh information so y'all can see why but um okay so it says passive is also known as the submissive communication style another way of describing it is the people pleaser type so if y'all remember from and I'm a plug you know myself when I can but if y'all remember from the attachment styles um uh, episode that anxiously uh, of what is it anxiously attached people tend to be people pleasers right so that's why I say I know that I'm probably a passive communicator sometimes is because I'm more it and it, it depends on the person that's why I said with men because I'm more anxiously attached to men, I'm probably way more passive. And I do shit that I and I'm let me keep reading. Then I'm elaborate, y'all. Let me keep reading. I'm I'm elaborate after, but I say this type of communication is self-efficing, um, conflict avoidant, and easygoing. In fact, this style of communication can lead to resentment building up over time because the person is unable to clearly communicate their opinions, needs, and wants. 
passive communicators tend to step back and let others more assertive or aggressive people lead the way. And that was a pause for them anxiously avoiding people probably are way more passive because of that fear of rejection. You're not really speaking up when you need to speak up. You're probably keeping stuff inside your mind when you should be communicating and letting people know what's going on and being direct and working on being more assertive. But because you're a people pleaser and you don't want to rock the boat, you're keeping shit to yourself knowing damn well you don't want to do whatever they said to do. And I'm like, I uh, let's say I was that, but I don't really deal with men day to day to know if I'm no longer that. But I was that. Trust, like I was that in a sense of I wouldn't want to do shit, but I did it because of the anxiously attached thing. Like I don't want them to go nowhere. Fear of rejection, all this stuff. Like so. When people are suggesting stuff, I just be like, okay, go along with it. Though that's not, though that may not be what I truly want to do, I just go along with it. And that can be such a downfall. Like I said, it can breed resentment, which luckily I don't hold hatred anymore. I don't think I've ever held hatred for dudes that came into my life that I dealt with on a, a sexual level. But, you know, previously, I don't think I ever really held hatred for anybody other than my dad. And I, I kind of am slowly letting that go because, you know, hatred is a strong fucking feeling that the body does not like. But, you know, it breeds resentment. You're going to end up resenting a person if you don't speak up for yourself, if you don't let people into your thoughts, if you don't advocate for yourself, if you don't speak up and communicate what you need, you're going to end up being so fucking annoyed because you're just going to follow their direction and you're going to be like, how the hell did I get here? Like, how the hell did I get here? And so that's my biggest thing is working on being more assertive, which is a, it's a work in progress. It is, but, you know, you definitely can't, Put yourself to the side to people, please. And it's funny because they call it submissive. So it's like, yeah, you do need this at some times. I think having a passive trait can be good depending on the situation, but also can be very detrimental because if you submit to somebody that's not leading you into the right direction, you're going to be ass out of gas and you could have said something. So if you notice that you're a people pleaser or that anxiously attached person or somebody that just usually goes along with whatever's being presented in front of them, catch yourself, like speak up. Even if you don't say everything that's on your mind, say something, say anything. Don't just allow people to lead you to hell if that's not where you're trying to go. Like don't let people like plow over your thoughts because you're a passive type of person. Okay. But then it says, 
how to adjust your style to communicate better. So it says, be confident in the value of your contributions, which basically means like, do that self-introspection and be confident in whatever you can bring to that quote-unquote table that people like to talk about. Be confident that whatever you're going to say is going to add value to whatever is going on in the situation. And more importantly, it's going to add value to you because that's who we care about. Yeah, we want to be conducive to the whole situation, but we also want to make sure we're we're putting ourselves first in a sense of as long as I'm going to be good, then I can go along with whatever is going on. But if I'm not going to be good, I got to speak up. So it's like be confident in yourself. So, you know, go self-love on yourself so you can work on not being so passive. Again, it's not a bad thing to be it. But you definitely don't want to be it all the time because the people that you start to submit to could lead your ass straight to a place that you don't want to be led to. And then it says, learn the value of no. So because passive people are people pleasers, you'll probably say yes to anything. (laughs) Trust me, I know. You'll say yes to just about anything when you should have been saying no. Honestly, if I said a lot of no's, I would be two less bodies. (laughs) I only got four, y'all. I'm not even like, I ain't got a lot of bodies, but I'd be two less had I said no. Like, had I said no, and nah, nah, I'm not really looking for that. You know, I would, had I learned the word, the power of no, I'd be okay. And then it says, be careful of overcompromising. They said that passive people are good with compromising, but be careful of doing it too much, which is why I say like it's a it's a balance with passiveness or not necessarily a balance, but there's a time and a place for passiveness in a sense of in your relationship, you might want to be a little passive depending on the the topic at hand because, you know, men want to be these leaders and we're the followers or whatever. So you have to ensue the passiveness there, but you know, be careful of overcompromising. Cause again, lead into resentment. The last thing you want to do is be seven years in with somebody and be mad that you never put your your thought process into anything that y'all done did. Like you didn't agree with shit, but because you were passive, you didn't open up your mouth and say anything. So now y'all probably worse off in the seven years y'all been together. When you could have said something in year one. And that probably would have changed the whole trajectory of the relationship. So be careful and overcompromising. Make sure that you have a voice in whatever relationship. Of course, I'm more so talking about romantic, but be careful and compromising in any relationship. If you don't want to do that, communicate that. If you're not comfortable with something, communicate that. Yeah, there are times where you have to give and take. But if you notice that you're the only person giving and everybody else is taking, pause, take a step back and reevaluate. But um, yes, and then it says how you can effectively work with um, people who are passive. It says directly ask their opinions on subjects. So basically ask that person for 
their thought process. Because passive people don't speak up as much as they need to, if you notice that you're around people who don't speak up as much as they need to, and you're maybe that more assertive person, reach out to them and be like, okay, what? how do you feel about this? Or if it's just a relationship and it's just y'all two and y'all talking about something, okay, babe, how you feel about this? And I think more so that's probably for men in a sense of if you're in a relationship and y'all have like this big idea or you come up with this big idea, don't just do the idea because you're a man and she has to follow. Be like, okay, babe, I came up with this. This is this, 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 and this. And I just want to know, like, what you thought about it. Like, what was your input? You know how, like, how much better that would make that person feel or your woman feel if you come to her with whatever is in your brain and you allow her to give feedback on the situation? It's like you literally can ch change the whole situation just asking your woman feedback. As well as your man, because, you know, men want to be needed for something. So it's like coming to your man, which I don't think men are, like, necessarily passive. They could be. It's some people out there that's people-pleasing. It's some. Like, they talk about the men that get ran over by these women all the time. So I don't know. It's some. I don't know if it's a majority, but it's some. Ask that man for his opinion on something. Make him feel special. So um, that's one way to kind of effectively work with them. And it just says, do not dismiss their ideas. So then when you ask them, how, like, what are they thinking in regard to the situation? Don't dismiss their ideas. Give them positive feedback. If you are thinking that maybe it doesn't fit in with the situation, don't just be like, oh, that, that, that ain't going to work. Say, give them constructive criticism and say, okay, I understand you said this, but, you know, maybe if we change this a little bit right here, you know, this may be more effective. But I love that you came up with this part of the thing, like, you know, giving that words of affirmation, you know, to encourage them to continue to do it. So although they may not hit the mark with their suggestions on what they can be doing, you're not completely shutting them down. So it allows them to continue to, you know, say more. Because if you just shut down their their ideas, they're probably going to continue to let you bogart the whole relationship. And then that's not going to be okay. So it's like, if you are in relation with a passive person, when they share their ideas that you ask for, remember, you're because you're asking them. When they share their ideas, don't make them feel stupid if the shit don't work. Make them feel like appreciate it make them feel smart even if the idea did, doesn't help the situation still make them feel good that they even provided a fucking idea and that that's really how you work with them lastly it says don't be angry or confrontational that will cause them to shut down in a sense of control your emotions which I feel like low-key, all of these is control your emotions when you're having these conversations with certain people. But especially with a passive person, control your emotions. However, that information that they're giving you is received is going to either encourage them or discourage them to open up. If somebody came to you, gave you an idea, you shut that shit down, you probably said all types of rude stuff to them. You really think the motherfuckers gonna ever say anything to you ever again? Not at all. 
Like, so you have to create an environment that is conducive to them thriving. Because again, like, ultimately we want people to be assertive, but in the event that they may never get there, we have to be able to support people where they're at. So if you have somebody that's passive and you're trying to get them to open up more, create an environment for them to do that. Don't don't create an environment that's hostile or they're going to get the fuck ASAP. So I think that's really how you do that. But yeah, just like for me, I just think that men are the hardest, like the people I have being more assertive with the hardest. And I think because when you're assertive, you don't give a damn if a bitch say yes or no. Like you don't care what they say. Like you just know that you're representing yourself and that just comes with that confidence. And I think that that's that's really what women be attracted to is that confidence in men. Like when you're assertive and you and I low key think that men probably are they're attracted to confidence and like assertiveness in women too. I think assertiveness is very attractive on just about any person. But it's just something about you being firm in who you are, communicating effectively, and then actually being considerate of other people. So I just think I have a hard time not being so worried about that rejection piece that I battle with being assertive with men. But I'm working on it. I promise y'all, I am working on it. I'm not taking any more trash moving forward. Not even to say the people I dealt with was trash. They actually were all amazing people, just not my people. So, you know, but I'm not dealing with any more not my people. Like, I will not give time and energy to any more not my people. I'm only giving time and energy to my person. I don't. I don't want to keep investing into stuff that's not going nowhere. That's just, it's time and energy and everything consuming. So, yeah, I'm just moving a little differently. But let's keep it going. Which, um, next is aggressive. So, it says, this communication style can be hostile, threatening, and comes from a place of wanting to win at all costs. We all know that aggressive motherfucker that just want to get their point across. Honestly, if you go on YouTube, you might be able to find some motherfuckers that's aggressive on there. Because I think a lot of people online in these spaces, not a lot, it's some, they aggressive. To where they don't really give a damn about what nobody else got to say. Once they believe they right, they're going to make sure you know that they're right. And they could be wronger than a motherfucker, but they come make you believe that they're right because they're going to bogart the whole conversation. Like, honestly, and I, I don't really watch them too much, so I could be wrong. But from when I was, like, looking at clips of Fresh and Fit from the beginning, the dude that is Fit or Myron or whatever, he seemed like he had that aggressive attitude. Like, it didn't seem assertive. It seemed aggressive in that, you know, he comes in with this knowledge and this thought process and everything where he's talking to the women like they're less than unless they agree with him. But anytime that they disagree with him, he was just like wrong and da 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 And he will literally bogart the conversation to the point where he would kick people out and everything of that nature. So it's just like 
that's just one but i'm sure you can find other people that express aggressiveness now has he evolved he probably has evolved and doing this for years i'm sure he has realized that that aggressive kind of tone of voice and communication style with all these women is not going to get you anywhere like if we're trying to help a whole generation of people get on the right track you got you need the women to listen but if you coming in aggressively women ain't listening to that shit <laughs> like honestly if i keep reading it says an aggressive communicator behaves as if their contribution to the conversation is more important than anyone else and the content of their message uh, and the content of their message is often lost because of the tone of their little delivery if we're trying to get women and men back together to have an aggressive ass tone or aggressive ass communication style women you're gonna lose women every time and you probably lose some men too but you're really gonna lose women every time a lot of people be like it's and honestly it's give and take with me i'm like I personally don't care about tone of voice. I'm the type of person where I can hear the message regardless of how it's delivered, but not everybody is like that. You know, that's why certain people gravitate towards certain people. Some people like Kevin Samuels, some people didn't because of his tone of voice or, you know, the words he used. And some people like Fresh and Fizz, some people don't like them because of the tone of voice and the words they use. But I'm the type of person where I can, I can take the message, but not everybody can do that. So if you're the aggressive type of person where you just cut, trying to come in here and prove that you're right, that shit, you, you finna miss everybody with the bullshit because it's gonna fly over their head. You could be very much so right as hell. You could be, God could be whispering in your ear and you could be telling us his words verbatim. But because you're not delivering it in a way that's conducive to somebody receiving it, nobody gives a damn. So I think sometimes... If we're going to talk about like people online, like the manosphere, some of those people, they literally disregard. If you're trying to get men to a better space and you're like trying to show them how to talk to women. But when you're on these things and you're talking to women like you ain't got no motherfucking sense. These women ain't listening to you. If anything, they finna leave this bitch and be like, this is why these, these cornballs are single. Like, this is why. And the only thing that these women come to y'all for is sexing y'all money. Because, well, probably not even sex, but they have sex. But, but like, they just come to use y'all because that shit going one ear and out the other. But if you are delivering it in a conducive manner, in a appropriate tone maybe a more assertive communication style rather than actual or just aggressive and you're right i'm like you're wrong i'm right type of man like you could really get somewhere and i think that's slowly why they're evolving like because now when i watch clips of um fresh and vet because i i don't watch them too much i only watch them when people that i actually subscribe to is on there but you know, now when I watch him, I feel like Myra isn't so snappy. He isn't so bitchy. He isn't so just kick a bitch off right now. Like, he actually allows women to talk. Now, he may still have those times where, like, they still have those times. I hate when people be like, cap, every time somebody says something that they don't agree with. But they people got to work on that progress but i think he's slowly evolving and becoming like learning that this aggressive tone is not getting through to these women like it's not 
and if you really want men and women to get together, you got to be able to communicate to the women's side just as much as you're communicating to the men's side, if that's really the goal. So, and then it says this type of communication can result in people feeling belittled, steamrolled, and intimidated. Facts. If you're just trying to be right in the situation, the fuck I'm here for? You don't even care about my opinions. You just want to be right. And these are probably the people that like to cut people off when they're talking, who who doesn't like doesn't really take in what the other person is saying because they have a thought process and they don't care about nobody else's. Like the bad thing about aggressive people is they confident in their trash ass thoughts. No, I'm just kidding. Thoughts don't be trash, but they're so confident in their thoughts that they don't really give a damn about nobody else's thoughts. So then they're going to fight the aggressive person. They come to the battle ready to fight. And it's like, hold up, baby. We not trying to fight in here. We trying to be cordial and have a conversation and everything, which is why I think they have evolved in not being so rash about how they respond to the women on their show. Because, again, you want women to take in the information that y'all are saying a lot of men are literally falling on deaf ears just off of tone alone. The women want to believe y'all so bad. I promise you the women want to believe y'all. They, they just as lonely as the men. They just as lonely. They want to believe y'all, but it's falling on deaf ears because of how y'all delivering it. Like, don't think that this aggressive shit is how you going to get a woman to really listen to you. It's not. She gonna be like, fuck that shit. If anything, she gonna be defensive just because you came in this bitch ready to fight. Like, she already got the, the fist up and, and y'all not even get into a conducive space. So it's like, oh, aggressive communication styles, you gotta work on it. So it says some ways to adjust your style of communication is work on being more assertive than aggressive in a sense of it was saying that assertive people actually care about what the other person is saying versus aggressive people only want to win an argument so work on not being right work on understanding and getting to a solution to the problem if there's a problem being presented or whatever's being presented work on getting to the solution rather than just trying to be right and the other person is wrong and then it says take a look at your body language um, and it says aggressive communicators use physical proximity, tone of voice, and gestures to underline their power in the conversation. Like, all of this, all of this is how you welcome people versus pushing them away. If you giving them, like, a, like a lot of people hate yelling, which I can understand. Me, myself, I'm a yeller. I come from a family of yellers. So I know people don't like yelling, like at all. But it's just like, I've, and I've also learned that I notice my, my yelling gets to a place of being loud or yeah, yelling is loud, but I start yelling when I feel like I'm not being heard. So I have to learn to just communicate. I, I don't feel like you're understanding me or hearing me. And then if they still seem like they're not understanding here take a pause and leave back rather than yelling so it's like all of these things play into 
body language, tone of voice, all of this stuff play into how you're communicating. So be aware of that. If you're an aggressive person and that's not really what you're trying to convey anymore or trying to do something differently, pay attention to when your tone gets loud. Why does your tone get loud? Because we literally start off talking like this, but then we get like this. And like, so it's like, <laughs> so you got to learn when you're getting loud. Learn when you're probably getting closer to people. Learn when that, that energy is going from zero to 100 so that you can learn how to cut it off before it gets to a point of no return. And then it says, change your point of view. You don't want to win the conversation. You want to solve the problem. Like I just said, you want to understand the other person's side and you want to get to a solution. So it's like, stop trying to go in there trying to win. Again, for the manosphere people, if the goal is to get men and women back together, stop trying to be like, oh, women are the problem. And then for the women's side, stop being like men are the problem. For all of the internet, stop being like each other are the problem. When no, we both the problem. How do we get to the solution? How do we fix this shit? Because just telling me you're wrong. No, you're wrong. No, you're wrong. Well, bitch, we still ain't got no motherfucking solution. So what are we going to do? Like, what are we, like, we going to do? Just tell each other we wrong the whole damn time? Like, what is this doing for anybody? Nothing. We still stuck on the same shit, going in the circle. So it's like, stop trying to come to the conversation trying to win. Come to the conversation and trying to understand the other side. And then come to a solution. So that y'all can leave out of this conversation doing something different and not doing the same thing. And then it says, how can you effectively communicate with an aggressive person? <laughs> they said educate. <laughs> they said it, it's a hard, it's hard to communicate with the aggressive person, which I can understand. Like when you're coming in on the defense, everybody ain't trying to be come like going back and forth with you. That's what they say about women all the time. It's like, Men don't want to argue with women. They don't want to fight women. Like, but that's how we feel too. Like, they think women just want to argue. I promise y'all, we do not want to argue. We really don't. Now it's some on both sides that may just want to argue, but I'm telling you from me to you, we do not want to argue at all. So don't come into the situation defensive, trying to get your point across and not understand where I'm coming from. I literally think that's really why people get defensive is because you're completely disregarding their side of the argument or their side of the situation just so you could be right. That's not that's not going to help us get anywhere. So it's like work on that. And then it says um try to keep them on topic. Um, and keep redirecting them to assertive style. So like with the, with previously how it says like, repeat what they're saying to them in an assertive tone, um, try doing that. But I feel like with aggressive people, sometimes you may just have to pause and come back. Sometimes you just got to pause and come back. <laughs> so I say pause and come back. Um, so next, because um, that was um, aggressive communication style. Next is passive aggressive, which is basically passive and aggressive, but together. <laughs> 
Now, low-key, y'all, I used to be passive-aggressive. I ain't even gonna hold you. Because I because I am a people pleaser, I didn't say things, but, you know, I did get a little angry back in the day or whatever. So, y'all, I used to be a little sarcastic asshole. And I'm sometimes that, too. Now, like, I still don't directly just answer questions. Like, I'm the type of person where be, 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 don't ask me the same shit over and over again. Because then I'm going to start getting... Uh, I'm going to start getting passive aggressive because I'm going to start answering and like, uh, what is it called? Uh, sarcastic tones. I'm a, I, like, I like, oof, I'm working on it, y'all. Work in progress. But yes, passive aggressive. It says that it says that with passive aggressive, the passive exists on the surface. So I'm usually <laughs> good. Uh, but then it says the aggressive simmers beneath and that depending on the day, <laughs> that aggressive go come out. But it doesn't come out like how aggressive communication style person would put it out. It comes out in a little bit of a different way. So it says, outwardly, the communicator seems sweet and easy going. That's me. But they are operating from a place of anger and resentment. That used to be me, y'all. I ain't gonna hold you. It says this bubbles up and can be shown through using sarcasm, being patronizing, starting rumors or gossiping. I used to be so bad. Now, I didn't start rumors or gossip. I don't think I, nah. Now, I might have gossiped and passed along stuff, but starting rumors, that's childish. I didn't do that. But that patronizing and being sarcastic, oh, I'm terrible. I'm terrible, or I was terrible. Let me stop using present tense. I was terrible with that. Like when people be like, "Oh, I'm a sarcastic asshole." You're might you might be passive aggressive. Work on it. Work work on it. <laughs> but yeah, I used to be a sarcastic asshole. I but it's so beautiful because I don't even use sarcasm anymore. I was just like, where did my sarcasm go? But it's called healing and evolving and all that good jazz. But yeah, I'm not sarcastic anymore. And then I try not to be patronizing. I know I used to be that. Like, I felt like people thought that because I, like, was able to go to college and do all this stuff, like, I I was being patronizing on purpose. And I low-key think that at times I probably was, but it wasn't on purpose. It was more so just probably because I was harboring certain feelings and the way that I displayed it was unhealthy and toxic. And I should have just used my words, communicated what I needed and all this other stuff rather than letting it fizzle into something that it didn't need to be. So, yeah. And it says their frustration comes out through these indirect routes, but they will have the same effect as someone who is straightforwardly aggressive. Um, yeah, so it's just like, it's basically, I feel like passive aggressive comes like with passive people when they hold it in too long. And then if they build up anger towards this person or resentment, that's when the aggression starts coming out. Now you're starting being sarcastic. Now you're patronizing. Now you're gossiping and all this other stuff when honestly you should have just communicated what you needed in the first place. and saved yourself a heartache or pettiness or whatever you want to call it. So it says, how to adjust your style to communicate better. Pinpoint where your anger comes from. 
locate where it's rooted so that you can sort things out and start communicating more effectively. Usually passive aggressiveness comes from something that you let go in a sense of not let go, but you just let like sweep, swept it under the rug and they kept doing it and they kept poking a bear. But you're passive, right? So they kept poking a bear, but now it's coming out in maybe a sarcastic tone or it's coming out patronizing. And it's like, had you just said what you meant and meant what you said, that none of that would have happened. So it's like, don't let stuff build up. Figure out what's the root of whatever it is so that you're not being a sarcastic asshole. <laughs> and then it says, um, look at your motive motivation when communicating are you coming from a place of wanting to help solve the problem are you lashing out again what's the root like what is the goal where are we trying to get are you trying to be an asshole because somebody did you wrong and you headed into yourself and now you're just being ass white are you really trying to get to a certain like space are you trying to get to a solution because if so being a sarcastic or patronizing asshole, you're not going to get anywhere. You're going to make the situation worse. So it's like, where are you trying to get so that you can start maybe being more assertive? Usually all of this is going to end up at you need to work on being assertive and not, you know, not advocating for yourself. So then it says, um, Confidently and consistently approaching conversations in a positive and pleasant manner can improve your life dramatically. You can't control how people act towards you, but you can control how you react to them. So be confident. And then be okay with not everybody is going to re receive you in the best way, and that's okay. Long as you advocate it for yourself, that's really what matters. Because once you advocate for yourself and you see that people no longer have your interest, your best interest at heart, you can now decide, okay, do I stay in this environment or do I get the fuck ASAP? But if you don't communicate what you need or advocate for yourself, they're going to continue to poke at the bear. And then you're just going to be like lashing out in a rude ass way for, for what? And this is probably going to make you feel bad. It's going to make your environment bad. And it's like you really can avoid all this by just being confident in how you feel, communicating that, and accepting whatever comes with that so that you know what steps you need to take moving forward. And then it says, how you, can you effectively work with a passive-aggressive person? And it says, try to understand their motivation, which we just uh, talked about. Don't meet them with the same style. So if you run into a sarcastic asshole, asshole, don't become a sarcastic asshole. But a low-key, I think this is what all of the unhealthy communication styles. Don't meet people where they're at. Meet people where they need to be. So if you come into an aggressive person, remain assertive because you're trying to get them there. I feel like people follow what they need to follow unless they're just jackasses. In the sense of, I noticed like with working at car, like doing call center jobs, if a person calls at irate, if you match their irateness 
you're going to make the conversation worse versus if you stay calm, cool, collected, you know, um, reassure them and things of that nature. They have no choice but to calm down or they're going to feel like an asswipe because you can only yell at people so long that are just calm, cool and collected before you feel stupid. So it's like meet this person with an assertive nature where we need to get to the solution, but I also care about what you're saying. To where you're being direct, you're you're getting their thought process, being considerate of them, but you're like, okay, we need a solution. We don't have time to be sarcastic. We don't have time to be patient. We don't got time for the, the pettiness. We need to get somewhere. So meet them with that, and they have to fall in line. And if they don't fall in line, shit, move on. Move the environment. Keep it going. You know, you can only sit in something unhealthy for so long before you just like, fuck it, I give up. But, you know, maintain composure. All of this is about maintaining composure. Don't let nobody see you sweat. If you match people where they at, they going to take your ass to hell. So pull them up, you know, by the bootstraps and maintain composure. I think it sometimes sucks that, you know, sometimes you got to always be the bigger person. But that bigger person usually save so many like things from going left and it's like yeah it sucks that you got to be the bigger person when people are acting like big ass babies but it's like you're preventing so much from happening by being the bigger person so maintain composure and draw people back in to like where we need to be headed in the conversation and then lastly assertive so it says this is considered to be the most effective communication style a person using this style is confident in their convictions, but make sure that they do not belittle or steamroll others in the conversation. They do not resort to manipulation or pushing limits. Rather, they seek compromise and consensus through active listening and clearly expressing their wants or needs. Assertive communicators tend to have naturally high self-esteem and they do not veer into passive or aggressive communication. And then one of the most important things that they said on there that I actually like is they use I statements in a sense of, I feel this way when you do this, how do we get to somewhere different? They don't beat around the bush and it was like, well, you did this and that was not good and all this other stuff and you could and uh, I, I feel this way, you can do something different, how we gonna get there? Like, it's like direct, like, you're coming to the table being direct, clear, confident in what you're thinking, communicating that in the most effective way, getting to the point. How do we get to a solution? Yeah, and I want to hear what you have to say about this, especially once I've communicated how I felt about the situation. Now, how can we get to something better, you know? It's just healthy in the sense of you're not letting people veer off into unnecessary territory you're staying on track you're allowing them to speak their piece but you're trying to get to a destination honestly that's what any conversation that presents a problem we're trying to get to a destination and sometimes it can get it can go so far left that we forget what the hell we were talking about in the first place so an assertive person is going to keep you on track they're going to make sure that you stay on point they're going to present what they even came to the table about and now how can we get to a solution how can we solve this so this is not reoccurring that's why this is the most important and the most healthy way of communicating now are you going to be able to use this with everybody 
Probably not. Some people are like big ass kids, but it's the most healthier. So you want to always go back to, okay, how can I be assertive in this situation? How can I assert myself in a way that I can get people to follow me? You may have to manipulate the situation a little bit, but the goal should always be take a person to assertiveness. Take people to where we can really have a back and forth, but now what's the end goal in mind? That's that's all it should be, right? And then it says, how to adjust your style to communicate better. And then I, I don't even think they really need to adjust anything. Like it says, like, speak from a place of confidence, which they practically already do. It says, consider both your needs and the needs of the um, those you are communicating with, which they already do. Um, and then it says, take a look at your verbs. Don't sugarcoat things or soften them. Say will instead of could or should, which is why I was explaining that, you know, I think I'm more passive talking to myself because it's times where I'd be like, mm, I should go to the gym or I should go walking or I should, I should, you know, stop eating out so much. I should, you know, and using all these suggestive, I think that would be um, verbs. Rather than that 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 clear direct verb, like I will not be buying nothing this week. Period. I will go to the gym and go walk thirty minutes a day. Period. You know, being more assertive with yourself is honestly you you gotta practice this shit at home. Of course, practice this with people around you. But if you practice it at home, there's no way that you're not practicing this with other people. If you are assertive to yourself you're going to definitely be able to go out and be assertive to everybody else. And it's like, that's the biggest thing that I have like taken away from reading through all of this is like, if I'm assertive with myself, there's no way that I'm not going to be assertive with nobody else. But the reason why I'm passive with everybody else or yeah, passive with everybody else. Cause I think I'm more passive than any of the other ones. I think I can be aggressive at times. It depends on the conversation and who I'm conversing with. Um, but I'm definitely more passive, but I'm definitely passive to myself in the sense of, you know, we people please with ourselves when we choose to do the things that we want to do versus the things we need to do. We people please to ourselves, you know, and if we start working on doing the things we need to do, we of course can do the things we want to do, but making sure we stick to the things we need to do. We could do that with everybody else when we come into contact with them. Like, you not going to fold with everybody else if you don't fold with yourself. So it's like, before you can even go out and be assertive with everybody else, start figuring out, are you assertive with yourself? With that self-talk, when you're self-loving, are you using suggestive verbs or are you using these direct, direct, clear verbs? Like, you need to be doing this. Like, you better go do this. Like you will get your ass up in the next 10 minutes. Like, you know, just being assertive to yourself. There's no way you're going to be able to do it to everybody else if you can't do it to yourself. So it starts at home, period. And then it's just like, how can you effectively work with them? It just says, give them the space to talk, get their points out. And then, you know, then you'll have your time but don't cut them off. Don't try to bogart them. 
just give them the space to really get their shit off, get popping. Because the thing about a certain person, again, is they're going to allow you to have your time. So give them that back in respect. Then it says, ask them what they think, um, which they probably going to tell you what they think anyway. You really got to ask. <laughs> and then expect them to ask for your thoughts as well. So when you're talking with a certain person, don't be a bimbo, a dodo bird, a like lost in your thoughts like be ready to speak on whatever it is because they're going to be looking for your input in whatever it is whether it be an argument y'all had earlier this week or future plans like um a big prod like a big plan or something like that or if you're at work a project or something of that nature like they're going to be looking for your input so come to the table with your thoughts and be ready to present them because they're going to ask about it. So, yeah. Um, and then what I will say is there's four types of people. I'm probably going to kind of go through them because I'm past an hour, which is crazy. Um, my first pass, well, no, second past an hour episode. But So there's four types of people that they uh, explain. What The first one is analytical. So it's basically people who like numbers and data. I, I immediately thought men, because they so logical or whatever the case may be, they like the stats. So come to the table with, I, I guess if you're dating somebody, can you really come to the table with stats and figures? I guess maybe if you're married and y'all trying to do like, say the man wants to, well, say you want to buy a purse. I don't know. Or you want to invest in something like come to the table with some figures that make sense. And you might appeal to this person way more. Um, I know a lot of y'all probably know a lot of analytical people or they may be fake analytical. I don't know, but they like facts and figures. They like for that shit to literally make sense in like a chart type of way of making sense. So present the information to them in a, a way that be like, okay, babe, you know, we got seven days a week and out of seven days a week, we only went out two times, which means we got a less than 50% average. <laughs> I don't know, but get creative, you know, but if they like numbers and stuff, you could get real creative in how you present something to them and they might be really receptive. So pay attention to that. Like if you have a person that likes numbers, figure out how to communicate some shit in numbers like okay we had sex three times this week and we normally have sex 20 times in a week we less than average so i don't know but you know get creative i don't know just make it fun and how you present it and they might be so receptive of that and be willing to make changes and y'all could be making the relationship way better Next, it says the intuitive communicator. So it says this type of person who doesn't like getting um, bogged down into the nitty gritty details of a project, they prefer to get the general overview. In the sense of they just want the bigger goal, which I think, again, kind of leans towards men a little. Well, no, it depends. Because sometimes I think I'm a bigger goal while everybody else is focused on the intricacies. Like I'm over here like, oh yeah, I can have like a, a TV show and a book deal and all this other stuff. But I need somebody to come in and be able to give me like the step-by-steps of how we get there. Cause I got the vision. I'm like the person with the vision, but I need somebody to come into my life that can do the step-by-steps. 
because I got the vision, but we need the step by steps so we could be a power couple or whatever. But yeah, it's basically the intuitive person. They just care about the big picture. Like, what is the big goal that we're trying to get to? Like, what is the end? Well, I guess not necessarily the ending because we're always going, but what is the next milestone we're trying to get to? And that's that's that type of person. So, you know, if say you're you're somebody who wants to um, get married and you're with somebody who's intuitive or whatever. Um, or say the person that's intuitive wants to get married, you'll come to them and be like, okay, this is how the wedding go be set up. Like, this is how I want it to look like. And you come in probably with like a vision board and all this stuff, kind of with the finished product, so to speak, because they need to be able to see how it's going to look. Or, you know, if you present, like, say y'all wanted to invest together, you need to be able to show them like the big vision and not necessarily all the little intricacies. So all they care about is, okay, how is this going to look in the end? Like, what's the benefits or the bigger outcome, so to speak? So, yeah, I low-key think I'm intuitive because I care about the big shit. The little shit... My man need to come in and give me that part. I got the big vision. You come in and tell me how to get to those that big vision. We gonna be we gonna be good. Low key, I think I'm a I'm maybe. Yeah, I don't know. I'm probably more intuitive though. But um, next is functional. So this is who my man need to be. I'm intuitive. My man need to be functional. Um. Which is, um, they lives on the other side of the spectrum from intuitive communicator. They prefer, uh, these people prefer to walk through the steps of the process, outlining each one until they reach the conclusion and can tie it all up in one neat package. Yes, give me my um, functional. Okay, low key. <laughs> okay, let me finish before I jump. But yeah, functional. They literally have the step by step. Okay, this week, you going like say this is nutrition this week you're going to focus on your carbohydrates your your proteins and fats and everything of that nature okay next week then we're going to do fasting you're going to fast this time at this point the and then they're going to come with this is the meal plan it's dot 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 and dot 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 like i that shit be losing me but <laughs> it lose me i would never be the person to come up with all that like I said, I'm the bigger picture. I'm the, we know we need to lose and because we trying to have a slim figure, but I need a person that's going to come in and be functional where they be like, okay, this time, this, this time you're going to wake up. This is the time you're going to go to the gym. This is the time you're going to eat your first meal. This is the, and they come and step by step by step. That's my man. And I know he out there, God, wait yet. But um, yes, a functional person. I got the vision. They got the steps to get to the vision. Bam. And then lastly, it's personal communicator. And then it says they're opposite of analytical communicators. Um, and it says because they prefer to use emotional language and value the human connection seeking to know how their colleagues are. Well, it. I think it's more so talk about work, but how the people around them are feeling as well as what they are thinking. And the reason why they're opposite um, is because they care more about emotions. With analytical, they care more about facts and figures. So what I was going to say is 
because they're, we're talking about opposites. I was going to say the first two are usually men. So analytical and intuitive is usually men, which is the bigger picture and facts and fiction. And then women are usually functional and personal in a sense of women are usually more intricate and paying attention to details, which y'all, I've learned I'm androgynous. This is why I, I'm like, <laughs> I'm a little bit of, I'm probably a little bit of all of it because I'm androgynous, which means that I have both masculine and feminine. They both uphill. They both, I, which is why I say I tend to think more like a man, but I act like a woman in a sense of my emotions very much so do come out, but my thought process and the way that I talk and things of that nature is very much masculine. Like, that's just that on that, but I'm very much feminine too. So I like that I'm androgynous because I kind of get the best of both worlds, but I would say like intuitive and analytical is probably going to be masculine traits versus functional and personal are going to be your feminine traits, which is why they're opposite of each other. Um, personal is opposite of analytical, and then functional is opposite of intuitive. But not necessarily that men or woman has one or the other. Again, like I just said, I'm probably more intuitive, and I'm probably definitely more personal than the other two. Functional and analytical you can keep them. Husband, you can have them. <laughs> Come compliment me all day. But intuitive and personal, like now I love making deep connections. I love getting to the root, the rooter to the tutor. I love getting to the root of people, getting deep in their soul, forming connections and bonds and all that stuff. Like that's me. If you can present information to me in such a deep way that we can really get to a real thing, like if you're coming to me, if we're in a relationship, tell me how you feel about a situation. Like, give me the feelings of the situation because you're going to tap into me way more than analytical or functional. Like, just make me feel, baby. Make me feel. But yeah, I'm definitely way more personal and way more intuitive because I do have bigger vision. I got bigger vision. I got big vision. Like, really do. But yeah, anybody can have these. Anybody can be any of these people. And low-key, I think that maybe these different types of people are in one person. I think depending on the situation, I'm probably more personal than intuitive. But depending on another situation, I'm probably way more intuitive than analytical. So it's like different people can be different things. But these are the four different types of people that show up in life. It's people that focus on these different types of things to communicate with people and connect with people and to get across to people. So that's why I thought of learning styles because, you know, you have to learn a person's learning style in order to teach them in a certain way. Every child, you can't teach the same because you might have a more visual person, a more visual child versus a more kinesthetic child where they like to do everything. So you got to be able to teach them in different ways, but still get them to the same result. So just like with all of the different types of people, you got to be able to communicate in different ways, but still get to the same type of results. So that's why I thought of that. But yeah, let me hurry up and close this out. But that's what I wrote to present. So those are the four types of 
people. And then this whole thing has been about the five communication styles. So hopefully, you know, I presented the information in the best way possible. Um, again, I'm good. Well, I don't even think I said this at the beginning, but y'all know what I do. I leave the link in the description so that if you want to go do your own research, go ahead. I definitely kind of have to condense it a little bit because I don't want to be too long. So if you want to go read for yourself or get more information, I'm going to leave the website and then Google communication styles or Google whatever, because that's how I found it. But <laughs> I'm going to leave it for y'all. But um, next week, I'm going to be talking about, I think it was uh, defense mechanisms or, yeah, because people are defensive. And there's different defense mechanisms. So we're going to talk about that next week because we're in the spirit of learning. Um, but yeah, so that was that. And I hope y'all learned something. Um, again, all of this is for you to be able to identify different things within your life so that you can work towards being a better person. Of course, the goal is assertive communication. But in the event that you can't get to assertive, you got to learn how to ebb and flow with whatever communication style you lean on the most. I know I'm mostly passive, but I do know that in order to get to a certain, I have to start practicing being confident in my thoughts and communicating what I need, communicating whatever's going on with me so that I can work towards being more assertive. And then also, again, start at home. If you are assertive with yourself, ain't no way you're not going to be assertive with everybody else. Like if you could do it to yourself, you're definitely going to do it to other people. So start at home and then practice it with everybody else. But yes. So this is talk your shit with Asia where we dropped the eye because not only can I talk my shit, but I want you to talk your shit too. Um, and yeah, so that's the end of this week. So yeah, like comment, subscribe. Um, check me out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and then uh, subscribe. Well, not subscribe. <laughs> Follow me on TikTok, Facebook, Instagram. And I will see y'all next Wednesday for defense mechanisms. Because y'all be coming to the table ready to fight a bitch. And put your, put your fist down. We don't want to fight everybody. But, yes, that's what we're going to talk about next week. So I will see y'all. And tune in with y'all then. Bye.